This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a young businessman, a wonderful apartment, clam salad. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose, my favorite people in the whole wide world. How are you tonight? Yes, Queen. Oh, hello. Yes. It's cold outside. Oh, it is colder. It's cold outside. Than the proverbial witch's titty. What a cold titty that is. (laughs) Oh, the witch's titty. The coldest of all the titties. The coldest of all the titties. If this is your first time listening, you may have already turned us off, but if you're still (laughs) listening, welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. It is true. Uh, We are in the throes of season three. And thank you for joining us. Today's episode is My Own Place. Uh, it is customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about by title alone. And today's no exception. Today is no exception. Because nope. that's how brave we are. This is how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, who wants to go first? My own place. A young woman moves out of a dorm and into a small apartment that turns out to be the portal to hell. Not the Sentinel, though. <laughs> My own place. College is finally over for the Wilkerson boy. He's going to be a big boy with a real job. He just needs a place. I wonder if Satan has one to rent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, pretty good, pretty good. My own place. Jerry only, after landing a new job (laughs) at the factory, moves out of his parents' house and into a new apartment, complete with a new roommate. A chud? Oh, good. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I threw a chud in there. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm. none of these are correct. But you know what? Jen's going to hit us up with them sweet deeds. Here's some sweet deeds about my own place. This is season three, episode 15. We're right. We're past the halfway point, gentlemen. Uh, this episode aired February 18th, 1987. Here's the description from IMDb. A young man gets a great deal on a New York apartment, then discovers he has a mysterious roommate. This episode was written and directed by Ted Gershany. He wrote Silent Night, Bloody Night, and Sugar Cookies. Um, he also wrote and directed several episodes of uh, Tales from the Dark Side, including Ring Around the Redhead, Distant Signals, Ursa Minor, uh, my own place, and the disconcertingly titled upcoming app, Going Native. Ooh. Yeah, can't wait for that. Well, I hope it's just as culturally sensitive <laughs> as this episode. <laughs> uh, Perry Lang played Sandy. Uh, he has directed and guested in uh, quite a lot of television over the years. Uh, Harshnire played Ram. He was uh, recently Edmund Alcott in Strange Love. He was the uh, the Dracula in that. Yep. yep. Uh, he's a character actor. He was in uh, he was in Gandhi. Um, 
And then uh, Nancy Travis, sweet, cute little Nancy Travis, played Laura. Uh, very popular character actress, has done tons of commercials and TV shows and movies. Uh, no, well known for uh, Three Men and a Baby. For me, it's uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer, which where I'm assuming you guys know her the best. Oh, as yeah. Well. Yeah, love that movie. Uh, she was also in the ABC after school special, High School Narc. Uh, and some some very devoted fan tried to fill out her IMDb page with her quotes uh, but her here are a sample of her quotes oh, I want to do a show about a woman who's juggling a career with a relationship and I love zoo sanctuaries <laughs> so you know what <laughs> what when you hear that famous quote and you're like, when it comes up on uh, uh, oh, yeah. trivia, or something. Yeah, yeah, who is known for saying, I love zoo sanctuaries? Um, it's Nancy Travis. I'm Nancy, Nancy Travis. Yeah. And uh, finally, uh, Bina Sharif as Maya, the uh, real estate agent. Uh, she's just a few credits, but one of them is uh, the movie Happiness, uh, Todd Solon's or Solon's. You got me. That guy. Uh, look it up. It's it's not happy at all. It's got uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman in it as uh, as an unpleasant gentleman. Uh, uh, same guy that made uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Guys, man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is... Unseen by most. An underworld. A place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. It's a dark side. Oh, dark side. a dark yeah, side. Dark side. The, show is called that. Okay. the door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> and we're welcome to Outside Bicycle Driver. Businessman is on a bike. He's got socks tucked in his pants. We're listening to <laughs> Ladysmith Black Mambazo for some reason. It was like... <laughs> It was it was totally like perfect eighties Ladysmith Black Mombazo music. We'll have to find it at some point. Oh, let me find some Ladysmith okay. Black Mombazo. Uh it was also um very early on. It was like the camera work in this episode was super weird. It, it was, was like super weird. POV for a while. It was super shaky cam to the point mm-hmm. where I was like, Oh, this is the episode I throw up during. <laughs> um I wrote filmed in vomit vision. <laughs> um <laughs> So we are we are treated to a blonde uh, Aryan gentleman. He looks like a cross between a hockey goon mm-hmm. and a um, and a soccer hooligan. Yeah, to he me, looks. Oh, go ahead. To me, he looked like twenty year old Jeffrey Figer. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah, a blonde, very regional, Figer. I thought he looked like one of the Cobra Kai goons. Like just like a lesser Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he is, uh, he is touring a new apartment building in New York City, uh, with a real estate agent, and he is very excited to be living somewhere that has windows. Mm-hmm. Windows, and uh, this particular one actually has a view of Central Park. Yeah, well, a slice. Like a, you see a, a slice, slice of, of it. it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, a slice is better than mm-hmm. none. At this point. In, in the episode with him standing in this apartment, I'm like, uh, he seems like a real Bay Area mogul, mm-hmm. like a real douchebag. 
And uh, we were not proven Did, wrong. No. Not disappointed at all, no. But he's in New York City, and he's an investment banker. All right. All right. It looks that space was so weird and he was looking at the window for so long. It looked more like he was like looking for a space to film the next like Thompson Twins video or something. It was oh, just yeah. This is perfect for Hold Me Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm standing here and I got my Hudsucker proxy pose. <laughs> oh, this is great. It's got an eastern exposure. Got eerie music playing. I'll take it. How much? He he did a very weird helmet removal as well. Mm-hmm. The way that he took his helmet off was like, you know, normally you, hit, you undo it and mm-hmm. then you, you lift it up. Yeah. He did it with like one hand and some pizzazz. He did it was like, he should have been a beautiful lady under there. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he was like taking it off lift, to like shake yeah, out like his hair. When Cindy Crawford yeah. takes the, bison, yes. the motorcycle yes. helmet off, shakes her hair a little bit. But no. But no, you're just a doof. <laughs> you're a doof. you're a mullet. Doof. He really he really was a doofy looking guy, and I just I know it's certainly a possibility. I just would prefer to think that he could not land a woman like young Nancy Travis, yeah, because she was super cute. She was, and he's cute. just a well, like we said, a, a total doof. Mm-hmm. And but I I don't like it when that happens when I see it in real life, and I'm like, yeah. ugh, just ugh. You know why? He's a confident doof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Betty uses head and shoulders. Yeah. Selson Blue. Oh. Uh, uh, his real estate agent, very nice. But we do need to point out, because it is pertinent to the episode, she happens to be an Indian woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is. And uh, this will be uh, beaten into your head throughout the uh, episode. Throughout the episode. Um, the landlord does not want to rent this place to family anymore. What does that mean? That's a gun, and that's what a gun <laughs> looks like. Okay. So what was the payoff of that? Nothing. Okay. Not really anything. That line doesn't make any sense. No, no. That was like, oh. It, I Something oh, happened. Right. Yeah. That's the gun, right? Okay, so wait a minute. It, we'd have to jump way ahead. Is is the guy who's living in there? Was he family? And he's the ghost that's in there, and so I he was the so. last one. I think because because I, I I do believe that this was a ghost episode. I it was very it was, it's weird. It was not really well defined. No, where typically you can tell a ghost story, right? But. Well, this show just smashes everything over the head, and this was... It looked conventional right of, in the face yeah. and went, no thanks. No you. thanks. We're doing shaky cam and weird flashes. So so there's some haggling for no reason. Uh, well, she just says it's it's 285. And like, well, she doesn't want to answer it for well, a right. minute, though. Yeah. And that's when he's like, hey, I work at the investment baker. I don't own it. Yeah. Like, I need to know how much this is. How much? Yeah. Is that classic segment of the show? How much? How much this apartment? <laughs> Everybody loves watching people haggle. Uh, I like the apartment. How much this apartment? The 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 landlord does not want to rent it to any family member. Oh, okay. How much this apartment? The uh, landlord also will fix that broken window in the bedroom. Oh, didn't even notice it. How much this apartment? $285. I win! I win the game! <laughs> Let's play again. How much this apartment? I need to leave now. <laughs> How much this apartment? 
Um, the setup it's to this rent controlled is her excuse. Yes. Right. To which I pointed out, you have to have the apartment first before rent control really, really works. Is that true? I thought you I could thought sell was... a rent control apartment. Well, but he's not getting else. it from anybody. Well, isn't he's he maybe just renting it? Maybe the agent is like a representative of the family. I, I, you know what? We're getting stuck in details that That don't don't matter. matter. Uh, Yes. Oh, another segment of the show. (laughs) Here's some details. (laughs) Matt and I will argue about nothing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like always. Um, Um, So one thing he points out is that he used to live in a shoebox. With seven I, other guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live... Oh, God. I, I forget where he said. So, like, I live in a shoebox in the Bronx with three roommates. Yeah. Everything I eat tastes like farts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so he... Everyone, he everyone has to be masturbating <laughs> at a different time, so we never stop. It's a real Bronx cheer. <laughs> This was the start of this anyway, was a lot like, um, uh, what was the episode? The dump shoot episode? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, the, wasn't it the St. Andrew? Or right, the St. Andrew. The, it was the, the St. George. Or the St. George. Yeah. That's what it was. It was St. George. Um, but I can't remember. Dragon. The, Dragon Hotel is alive. Uh, does, doesn't matter. Anyway, it's like, it's the same, like, haggling for a New York apartment. It seems like writers were very hung up on how expensive it was to live in New York. Well, yeah. Which, You'd yeah. Write what you know. I mean, it is, yeah. it is an expensive place to live. Sure. Uh, so he takes the apartment and then he rides his bike away. And suddenly we are transported to a Mentos commercial. Yahoo! He is driving, th- he's riding his bike through this park, Central Park, I would yeah. imagine. Sure. His Yahoo is is childlike. Yeah. I who else gives a mighty Yahoo? I cannot remember the last time. I said Yahoo, where it wasn't in reference to the site, yeah, slash company. Like I, I feel like if you were like a, a serial representative, you could say it like a like a little cartoon mascot guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, I, I would imagine Tony the Tiger, yeah. saying Yahoo and no one questioning, right? But a grown ass man, who Captain Crunch, is, could say it. He he, <laughs> he could. You kind of said that, like. Like you were challenging me. Well, to say he no. could. Yeah. You're like Captain Crunch could say it. Captain Crunch can say whatever he wants. Cra- Captain, Captain. Yes, Captain, Captain Crunch. 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 Can. Can. Oh, you wouldn't give a cripple crab a crutch. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Wouldn't give a cripple crab a crutch. <laughs> You've heard that that Pat Oswalt. Oh yeah. That one, yeah. When he's doing Dr. Pepper. Oh, I don't need to do someone else's material on my show. <laughs> we, um, already, we already do enough comedy. That's bang, fair. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now it's we cut to later. And well, I, I did oh, want to point one thing out. That that sequence where he goes, Yahoo, and he's driving through the parking lot reminded me of those scenes in Seinfeld where it would be a quick cut 
to someone doing something outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can imagine George doing this. Yeah. After like you know, getting the Penske account, yeah. right? And then him running through the park or whatever. That's what this reminded me of so much. Kramer um, driving by in a bread truck that's on yeah, fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yep. Um, so I actually I actually really liked that five seconds of the episode. Okay. But uh yeah, then it just because it, it made did. you think of another television, television show <laughs> that was better, yeah. <laughs> Instead of the one that you were watching. Oh, it's nice to take an imagination break sometimes oh, God. when sometimes you watch Sometimes my this. brain just drifts oh, during yeah. the show. <laughs> sometimes. Oh well, okay. It's, yeah. That's why we have to take notes, Matt. That is exactly why we have to take notes. So now it's the evening. Uh, we know it's the evening because there is no light in this room. Yeah, like they gave him an apartment with no fucking light fixtures. But oh. they couldn't even like fake it with moonlight or something. They're, like they're, it was shot it just, like with natural light. Yeah. yeah. I can't. So there was no DP, obviously. Right. <laughs> For Nancy Travis, camera. you mean? There was a camera. Oh, okay. For, for, for Nancy Travis, there <laughs> yeah. was the possibility. But. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was a camera operator, but I don't think there was necessarily a, a DP, no. There was no <laughs> one. What's the Mr. Microphone equivalent of a camera? <laughs> <laughs> the one that... Convoy. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's recorded on, like, a uh, cassette tape. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> you got to plug it in. It prints out all each frame on a, a dot matrix printer, <laughs> and then you have to like flip book style it in front of a camera later. It was so dark that I thought this woman was the real estate agent. <laughs> I was like, "What's she doing back here?" Or I, I wrote, yeah. "Who is this lady?" <laughs> it sounds like a human woman. But this is shot in darkness. But it also could be a crab monster. <laughs> I did it not. It could be crabbed in crunch. It could be crabbed in crunch. Yes. Oh God, have you poured yourself a bowl of crabbed in crunch? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Ralph After- crammed it. <laughs> Got a bowl full of crabs. Mm. I mean, crabbed in crunch. Polished off with a with a bowl of uh, hot clam salad. Oh, just. <laughs> Just a, mm. a oh, mm. just mm. mouthful after mouthful of crabs, of, cr- <laughs> of, of, of crabbed of warm, and crunch, crabbed and crunch, and warm clam salad. Oh, nothing, oh. nothing makes me happier than limp iceberg lettuce, lettuce mayonnaise, <laughs> and clams, smothered in clams, smothered in clammy leavings. Oh, oh, I'm not. You know what? I don't even need a fork. I, I just oh. shove it in. <laughs> if you get a clam salad, here's what you can expect. The buttery goodness of a great lake. <laughs> oh, the briny snap of a, of a fine clam. The grit of a river. <laughs> mm, nothing mm. makes me happier than... And warm mayonnaise. <laughs> and then, ah, oh, just... Give me some of that warm Hellman's. Oh, mm. with pockets of Tabasco that you just find. <laughs> oh yeah, with we, your we, mouth. We made Tabasco orbs for it. <laughs> <laughs> we filled tapioca balls with Tabasco. <laughs> oh yeah, have you ever had one of those it's bubble like drinks? Molecular gastronomy, <laughs> but just <laughs> just for Tabasco. Just Frank's red hot. <laughs> Frank's Tabasco. Frank red hot Tabasco balls. Oh, oh, oh just put the sprinkle. What it. kind of clay? are best for uh 
Oh, well, you can have little necks, mm. or you can have little necks. Yeah. <laughs> Coog. Oh, oh, that's a good clam. That's a great clam. Yeah. Uh, can you have a, a gray nor'easter? <laughs> well, you don't go crazy. That's that's I mean, a clam. You, you have to be able to buy this salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind of clam, Matt? Um. A, a Langdon auger. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's exactly my favorite clam. Okay. How did you know? I just, you look like a, <laughs> you look like a, you look like a Langdon Alger. <laughs> okay. So for all you recipe buffs at home, <laughs> what I need you to do is I need you to go to the dumpster of a Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to pull out that plastic tin of 10 day old salad. And then I need you to go to the ne- dumpster next to it. <laughs> Now you can use you can use pre-made mayonnaise, but it's really better if you find expired <laughs> eggs, throw them into a bathtub, Ooh. add some oil, and emulsify it with your jump, feet. Jump in and just writhe. <laughs> you're gonna have to writhe a while. Yeah, you're gonna be in there for a while, but your skin is tight when you get out. Taunt. Oh. You look. You're gonna. However Taunt? old you are, Taunt. you're gonna. Your, look, your, your skin. Stupid. Your skin. Will, <laughs> your skin will make fun of people around it, and because then, it looks so good. And then it will get taught. Yes. The other word. However old you are, you're gonna look twenty years younger. Hey, look what we're doing. <laughs> not not talking talk, talk about, about this episode. episode. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sure we'll come back to clam salad later, guys. Uh, it's a real clam salad. <laughs> God. This is a real clam salad mm. of an episode. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's because, really Because uh, we're about to introduce racism to yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, we're about six minutes in, so it makes sense. We're about six minutes into this episode, and this guy's straight up begging for sex. Uh-huh. On uh, a blanket on the floor. So it's like... It was, it's no, like it was an inflatable mattress. That they hadn't inflated. Yeah, it didn't. Really? Uh, I th- it looked. It looked like a like a like a, a shitty bag. a shitty inflatable mattress from the eighties. I thought it was either a blanket or an inflatable mattress that had not been inflated. I thought it was like a whisper thin futon top. Okay, huh. it okay. looked uncomfortable. Whatever it was, you don't want to fuck on it. No. Yeah. Hey, man. I'll get down on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Travis can leave. I'll fuck that futon. <laughs> Hey, give me when I'm high on that clam salad. <laughs> when I'm riding that clam, <laughs> taste the clam. Uh, uh, just chasers of clamato oh, juice. God, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what the best thing is? Just put it all in a blender. Yeah. The last oh, thing you want to do, the last thing you want to do is uh, is clean those clams. That's you're losing half of the great. Uh, you're yeah. losing half the great flavor. Don't lose the taste of the riverbed. <laughs> That's a Detroit River clam. Ah, let my love of bivalves come come into your mouth. If you can't find, <laughs> if you can't find really fresh clams, that's you can, okay. Yeah, it's that's all the better. You can also get um, 
like like Manhattan clam chowder and just just kind of sieve it out with your hands with your fingers. But that would mean cooked clams. Yeah, that's true. Raw clams are best in clam salad. Well, you let them sit out in the sun and right. get kissed by the sun. Right. So they're yeah. sun cured. Yeah. 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 Sun cured clam salad. You want you want a tepid mayonnaise. Oh yeah. Like a seventy degree mayonnaise. If you, this stuff isn't slowly fermenting. It's not right. You know the mayonnaise is ready when the water starts to separate out. Yeah. 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 It's when a, a brownish liquid begins to seep out of the Clam bottom. salad is the ceviche of salads. <laughs> Without any of the citric acid to cook. Yeah, Mother Nature is the citric acid in clam salad. <laughs> Mother Nature? Yeah. Mother, you know, let me just tell you, Mother Nature stops by, dips a finger in this clam salad. <laughs> Kisses it gently on the wind. The wind that you're going to be passing. Yeah. <laughs> and look, if you need something that's going to get you through, if you've got house guests coming over and you need a meal to feed an army for a week in the hot summer months, oh, you make one bathtub-sized bowl of clam salad on Monday morning and you eat that all week long, and you say, no, no one can leave the house until this, this bowl is, is empty. That is going to be one full garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> we used to make a crab salad. Eh, sounds crab okay. Salad, uh, with crab noodles, salad. broccoli, noodles. nanny. Noodles in a yeah, crab I've salad. I've never heard of crab salad with noodles, well, or, or broccoli, for that matter. It was a broccoli crab salad, mm-hmm. and um, it was made with, Imitation crab, so it was mm, crab fish. K. Yeah, yeah, Pollock, fish, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I loved that when I was a kid. That it, mm-hmm. I, I haven't had that for a while, I, but I feel like I could still get down on some. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, let yeah. me tell you, I think you'd be fine with it. Yeah. Let me tell you, if we went to an Asian market and mm-hmm. picked up some of those rolls, yeah, I would be like, "Get me a lemon and get me some butter." We're, nom, eating, nom, 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 nom. We're eating fancy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's not eating fancy tonight? This These doofus. This guy. <laughs> What's his name? Sandy. Sandy. Oh, even his Sandy. name. Yeah, I know. I know. I just, when I found out his name was Sandy, I lost just a little more respect for him. Yeah. yeah. So the he only gets turned out. Oh, I'm sorry, Manny. Go ahead. I was just going to say the only person, uh, the only guy I know named Sandy that gets any respect for me is Sandy Levin. Okay. There you he go. Was That's fair. Congressman from my area and he was a decent dude. Um, Sandy, this Sandy gets turned down for some hot sleeping bag sex. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did have champagne in plastic cups. It was it was like that first apartment like thing. Like I remember, yeah, like having like nothing in the apartment Mm -hmm. except like a roll of toilet paper and an inflatable mattress. And the day we bought this house, yeah, we got a pizza and a bottle of champagne, and we came here and we ate. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. It isn't far fetched, right? I just don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. Do you right. remember? Do you remember what we did um, when I bought my house? I'm trying to remember. We we moved. I remember <laughs> we moving. moved the essentials from my house uh, or my parents' house to my house, and then we drank uh, a four pack of Guinness. Yes. Mm, nice. Classy. Now S- he he's laying down, and we see a glimpse. Of what only can be called a Calcutta nightmare. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think he had that until the feather. So I think I think the feather dropped, and that's when 
He's having like flashes, yeah. like Feather somebody would have like like flashbacks of something, but yeah. it's flashbacks of right. memories that are not his own. And you see like a chicken in this flashback, and then there's a feather at some point. So the feather is either before or after. I after. think I think the feather falls. He touches the feather. Start the flashbacks start. And then it, they, they keep going until it hits the ground. Again, I think we're arguing over something that does not matter. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Just wanted to piss off Matt. Um, we, we, at this point, get introduced... To Balky. <laughs> like, to yeah. Indian Balky. This is a very Ram. odd situation. Because now there's a man named Ram in the apartment... And Sandy is having none of it, which I can understand. Well, so, yeah. So he goes, we have a toilet and running water. And that's like it. That's like the act break. Rom is delighted that that they have a toilet and running water because he is from the slums of Calcutta and came through his dream or something. They never really explain how yeah. he got there. Um, and to be honest... Rom was my favorite part of this episode. Oh, without because he was he was such a pleasant person. He was sweet. And guy. Sandy is just increasingly more and more of a racist dick. Yes. Through the entire episode. Well, if this is the act break, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Hi, hi. We're here to remind you. We're here to remind you. Uh, we're here to remind you uh, to watch Perfect Strangers. To watch Perfect Strangers Friday nights. Friday nights. Right here on ABC. Right here on ABC. How did I do? You were incompetent. Oh, give me a line of credit. I wasn't that good. And we're back. Uh, can we talk about how much I didn't like Perfect Strangers? I loved Perfect oh, Strangers. Oh man, I, I we for were like kids. the first it was for the like first, first like three grade. seasons. Yeah. That show always delivered. Yeah. I didn't necessarily have a problem with Balky. Okay. Oh, no. Cousin Larry was and just was a dick. Yeah. Cousin Larry. Yeah. Cousin Larry, terrible. There's there's no way that that douchebag could have landed Marky Post. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know. Get a mullet. Get a mullet. Everybody had those. A, a lot of people had those. Yeah, a lot that. of people did have a mullet, but it wasn't like a cool guy mullet like Patrick Swayze or Mel Gibson. Yeah. It was like a, a, a curly, a curly mullet, a curly mullet. It was it not was, a good look. That mullet reeked of fear. Yeah, like cousin Larry was afraid of everything. Ugh. It's that pleasure in Marky Post. <laughs> the only thing I'm not afraid of is that puss. <laughs> that post puss. Ah, uh, once you have a slice of that post, <laughs> once you get in that Marky. I think we go so dirty. I was just gonna go ring ring, but I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna do it. No. <laughs> hey, I, hey, you're on Puss Quest. I answer them now. How did you get in here? <laughs> I know how microphone. Okay. <laughs> All right, you're on the air caller. Um, here we go. They are talking. Rom and Sandy, kind of heaven. A face off. Well, it, Rom f- is explaining basically that he lives here. He lives here now, and that is all the explanation yep. that you get is like, mm-hmm. well, I live here now. Yeah. And Sandy says the classic words of a racist. 
I'm not a bad guy. It's so it's so bizarre because, you know, the normal reaction of calling the police, freaking out, yelling, shoving somebody out of the apartment, you leaving yourself, any none of those things happen. It's just this sort of like odd couple, oh, what an annoying thing. There's this Indian guy in my apartment. And, and he's just horribly racist to him. He is. The, he gives him five dollars and tells him to go get curry. Yeah, tells him to go back to uh, go back to Calcutta. Uh, he says, uh, "This is my own place, Sahib." Or sa- what does he call him? Sahib. Sahib. Yes. And, and Ram's like, "I'm not Sahib." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sahib means master. I'm not your master. I guess you would be the master here. Yeah, and I mean, like, he. Just Sandy, like, look, I get it. There's a strange person in your apartment. Did you read your lease all the way through? Like, maybe this guy was grandfathered in and that's why it's $285 a month. Who knows? But. I, uh, yeah, this didn't really work for me. This. This is why this episode doesn't work right. at all. If he would not have been there, I don't know. We'll get to the writer's room eventually, but this yeah. epi- this episode falls apart at this moment. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, yeah. it turns into the next day, and then he brings his real estate agent back, and no one's in the apartment. Right. Yeah. But I don't care. Well, right. And she, she informs him that in New York City, you need a court order to evict somebody. So... Even if there was somebody in but here. But who? But who? And why aren't pe- why would he be evicted? And wh- I mean, is he an intruder? What did, what is he? Did Rom sign a lease that we don't know about? Like none of this makes sense. Right. I mean, like he can't even squat, right? Like Right. I don't, I don't know if if he went into the apartment before Sandy did, he might be able to claim squatters rights i know that new york and like los angeles and a lot of those cities have squatters rights laws on the books but i personally don't know what they are i don't think that that's what this show was going for um i think that they were really just going for alienating brown people yeah and they did a fantastic job of that (laughs) they excel admirably and now um now ram is doing so the the agent leaves and now Ram is there again. He's doing Sandy's laundry and like he wants to clean and cook for him and like be his servant. He he is hanging shirts mm-hmm. in the apartment. Yep. He's making it look like a back alley in yes. India. Is there instead of being like, oh shit, you know what? I could probably just hang these up. Yeah. In the closet that's right here. It's like, no, no, no. Let's try to make this, uh, let's third world this up a little right. bit. Well, and all I could think of while he was doing that is like, hey, Rom, I got a house. <laughs> you want to do my laundry? You want to clean? You want to cook fucking Indian food for me? Yeah. Done. You can live in my house. Yeah. Again, Sandy's reaction is that of racist anger. Yes. Which is toothless. Which most racist anger is. Yep. Uh, 
but but does not address the actual situation at all. At all. Yeah. Mm-mm. Once again, racism does pretty well. And he's talking about, you know, he's going to cook for him. He's or he made him a meal, and Sandy's like, I don't want to eat that. I'll make you a special meal. Is yeah. What he said. And then we cut to Nancy Travis eating, uh, eating Indian food, and, and she's and just loving it. Loving it. Yeah. It is kind of a gross eating scene. It is kind of like I like to eat a lot, mm-hmm. but the way that they're eating. Is almost like gross. Yeah. Well, and then she, you know, she's she's asking like, "What is this? What, you know, uh, how did you make this?" Blah blah blah. Um, and then he just starts making gross shit up, and it was like that is not what that is. You, <sighs> I take flam jab and I put in my wabby doo. Well, he was talking about like you take these cheese balls and you uh you put them in some sugar water and uh. Like I don't, I don't know any Indian food that has paneer in sugar water. You fucking idiot! Come on, rose water. Mm-hmm. Um, it again. It just, it just none of it. None of it works. Finally, they end up getting into a fight um, because he's trying to tell her about Ram. Sort of in a very, you know, in like a, a weird sort of in way. a weird sort of way. And she her reactions are all weird. You know, what's troubling you? Like, why wouldn't he be like, why wouldn't he just be honest? Where it's like, yeah, um, there's no reason. It's one of those. There's no reason to be dishonest at this point. Especially, they're, they're supposed to be engaged. Yes. And and uh, basically this ends with her saying he needs to be in a mental institution and her throwing her engagement ring at him. Well, she had more class than that. She handed him oh, okay. forcefully the ring and then left in a huffed uh, off. And um, God, what, but what did do they get she... back together? No. No. No, that's it for uh, Nancy Travis. So wait a minute. Sandy comes out later and is talking to Rom. And he's like, Oh, yeah. Wait, did we, did this get, oh, no, no, no. Are we, he went around, he went around the corner into the kitchen and Rom was in the corner. This was before Nancy Travis left. And they were talking. So this would be before the fight? This was before the fight. This is what led up to the fight. They had the fight after, after they, they did it. Yeah, because he went into the kitchen, and that's when he was like, "Oh, I've heard my brother and sister. You know, I've heard my brother make love with his wife. I've heard my sister make love with her husband." It's oh god, what did he say? Something, something along the lines of like, "It's a joyous thing. I'm happy for people when yeah. I hear that." And then Nancy Travis, that's what it is. Nancy Travis wakes up, and she's like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Don't go in there." He doesn't want Nancy kitchen. Travis to see Rom. Yeah. And Which is prove that he's right. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Nope. Makes no sense. But can we go back to Rom's sweet yeah. confession for just a moment? <laughs> How he's. That was, I mean, to me, that was the least creepy way I've ever heard someone say, I listen to other fuck. people have sex. Yeah. yeah. I've jacked off in my own bed when I <laughs> heard these sounds. They're really erotic sounds. Uh, yeah, you know what? The thought of hearing any of my siblings have sex, yeah, not oh. not something no. I want to think about. No, not something I want to think about. That is no thanks. No, like I'm, you know, hey, 
more power to him for for doing it. I would have loved. Just, I would have loved if Rom would have been like, "I lived in Calcutta." You just fuck. Yeah. If if you waited for the room to empty out, you ain't never getting get down, puss. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't ever smashing them guts. <laughs> I almost said it, and then I just waited. I knew all I had to do was wait. Oh, the the trap was set. yes. <laughs> the gut trap. So <laughs> and I fell right in to get them. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not grossed off. Yet. I'm reading more of this. I'm I'm just reading my notes. Yeah, my my notes become a real Jackson Pollock piece. They are <laughs> sparse and spotty. I wrote, "Don't go into my kitchen. I think I need some Benefschlagging." <laughs> what could this possibly be? Oh, crab salad. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, clam salad. Clam salad. <laughs> anyway, she storms out. And uh, as soon as she storms out, I think that's when he has another flashback or flash forward, whatever another it is. Another Calcutta flash. Yeah. Um, and that's when Rom comes out of the kitchen. <laughs> With the bowl? Is this the bowl part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sandy takes the bowl and throws it. And then and it levitates. misses Rom. Well, and it doesn't really levitate, but it just... It, oh, I it, think it levitates. Oh, does it? It kind of like It kind of floats. floats. Well, yeah, he threw it, but it just like... Okay, I wrote down float bowl. So like, I mean, it looked it looked like someone threw a frisbee, right? But it was a bowl. Yeah, but it also was in slow mo. It was in slow mo. Whoa, it was yeah. definitely. I mean, it. Be, well, that's only because it wasn't. They like literally someone... threw a bowl. Yeah, and they yeah. had to make it last longer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they needed to take up as many seconds as they could. Um, I mean, yeah, this wasn't like someone was like a major league pitcher and they threw a bowl. This well, they was needed, they needed the episode to last longer, so they were like, Rom, uh, name some other people you heard fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard uh, my, my parents, cousins? my neighbors, I, uh, my, my neighbors, the guy who sells warm nuts on the corner. I uh, Oh nut the nutman. <laughs> oh. Do you know the nutman? Do you know the nutman? He's a real nutman in more ways than yeah. one. The All I hear is stop, 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 stop. Don't get glazed. <laughs> Don't get glazed. Uh, let me walk back, stop, stop, stop for a moment. <laughs> and, add, <laughs> and add the word coming. <laughs> stop coming. Because uh, uh, it also sounds like the nutman is a rapist when I say yeah. <laughs> The nutman cometh. On my face. On my face. Did you say it? Yes. I didn't hear you say it. You're talking over me again. Oh, Oh. again. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. Hey, Matt, we can't help ourselves when there's bit juice. Oh, it just comes fast and furious all over you. You just got to let it wash over you. You want to have like a hand signal? (laughs) No, I'm good. Just point it. I got something to say. Just double point it yourself. Pew, pew. Me. Give us the finger guns. Maddie's turn. <laughs> this is the last episode that Matt did. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, with the floating bowl. That's the act break. We get an act break. Well, the, hold on. The floating bowl goes through the window. We yes. said that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't so much go through the window as it goes through a giant hole already in a window. Right. And again, this place kind of looks like the Rock Me Tonight video. 
<laughs> just the light is so soft. I mean, there, it doesn't yeah. have its own elevator, but yeah. It's exactly true. <laughs> At no point does he rip his shirt off. <laughs> or just that dancing is... Yeah. He also kind of looks like a James Hetfield type. Just like mm. big, broad face. Mm-hmm. Real weirdo. All right. We'll be back with more transmissions after this. What are you feeding your body now? A pure taste sensation. Ego Nutrigrain waffles. Hey, these are good for you. Well, they're good for my taste buds, yeah. Come on, Fred. It's Nutrigrain. It's whole grain goodness. It's read my lips. Nutritious. I'm eating something nutritious? Ego Nutrigrain waffles from Kellogg's. Original and raisin and bran. And get this, no preservatives. And there's no sugar added. Hey, let go my ego. Sorry, Fred, but something this good could send that body into shock. Hey. Uh, if you have an opportunity to l- watch that episode, you gotta see this lady's hair. Oh, oh, Nancy Travis. Nancy Travis always had yeah. like some crazy hair. That hair in that commercial, though, is oh, it's really is teased oh, that to please. That had some volume <laughs> to it. Yeah, that is real shit. Right there. That is the hair of a woman who loves zoo sanctuaries. <laughs> Wants to do a show about a woman who's juggling a career with a relationship with her hair. <laughs> oh, me, boys. Thwap, thwap, thwap. Thwap, thwap, thwap. That's her hair hitting her face. <laughs> and, and dongs. <laughs> and dongs, yeah. <laughs> We're back. This last act. Um... It was tough for me to even take notes about this last act. <laughs> Things I, are falling apart. Didn't you throw your pen up like I, five or six times during this episode? Uh, I wanted to quit. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't throw the stopper on this one because I wanted us to get through it. But man, this episode sucks. See, I didn't think that this one was nearly as bad as some of the ones we've seen previously. I didn't think this was a stopper-worthy episode. But since we are getting pretty close to the end of the season, eventually we're going to have to pull the stopper. Well, we don't have to. I mean, I know we don't have to. But we but could, yeah. yeah well, I mean, if they we keep did, going like this. We didn't in season one. For new listeners, yeah. uh, we have the ability once a season to not review the episode and instead make up our only our own, own episode. episode. And we did that last season with... Uh, Dream Girl. Dream Girl. In which we... Oh. Cr- in what which we episode. created an episode uh, around the uh, game, the Mystery board mystery game, date. Mystery Date, yes. where we created a character called Gary Lockerstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Gary. So if you want to hear that, go back to Dream Girl. Um, my notes are legitimately meaningless at this point. I lost my brain, and I wrote things like, PJ, what do Deutschmarks bit? What about year? <laughs> I wrote... Deutschmarks. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, this was when he was talking to his he coworker. Business, business, business. Yeah, I wrote business, business, business yeah. down. Okay. Um, yeah, because Sandy is late for work. He woke up because apparently Rom kept him up all night being nice to him. I don't know. And he has another kind of flashback or remembering dream. Uh, again, being in Calcutta. They they put a lot of like of the Calcutta family close together, kind mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. Give us your poor, your huddled masses type. Yeah. They aren't subtle in this episode. It's fairly, uh, I don't know, racist. Yeah. Yeah. It goes. 
I, I feel like this would be racist even for like 87, right? Well, so I can't remember the the I, I definitely understand that this is a racist episode, but the most likable character in this episode also happens to be Rom. Exactly. Yeah. And he is just a genuinely nice, good, positive person who's trying to help Sandy out. And Sandy is just Trump light. He is terrible. He at one point threatens Rom with a hammer, but yep. like really half heartedly. And uh, I believe that Rom around this time says, "Don't let your spe- your fears speak for you," mm-hmm. because Sandy's afraid of literally every brown person he ever sees. Yeah, pretty much. The, it, again, the racism in this one is. Racism of omission, I guess. Like it's it's a person's idea of a country that they've never been to. Well, I think the racism has nothing to do with the problem. Like being racist and sort of half yelling at this guy doesn't address that there is a stranger living in your home. Right. Yeah. It doesn't fix anything. Yeah. It also doesn't explain anything. Right. Nope. I mean, nope. if he was being racist and screaming at him to get out or racist and calling the police and like, at, at least that would make more sense. But it's just. But throughout this episode, it's almost like they're buddies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he does the most horrible thing. He he tells you're talking about when he has him go in the bathroom or the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. He, he tells Rom, hey, look, bud. I'm going to work. Why don't you go in the bedroom? Yeah. And I, Rom has apparently never slept on a bed before. And so he's like, oh, my God, really? Are you serious? Like, I can actually stay in here. And and Sandy's just like, yeah, go ahead, baby. So he goes in. He closed the door. And. Yeah. And then takes a bunch of boards and nails him in like he's Wiley Coyote or something. <laughs> and. It's the weirdest thing ever because he's just said, I can't kill you. I can't make you leave. I'm not really going to hit you with a hammer. And then nails him into a room. But I do want you to go to the bathroom in my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to duke that loafer. (laughs) Aw, duke that loaf. (laughs) If you want to loaf that loafer. (laughs) So, hey, you want a brown bag? <laughs> I got some Bruno Maglies over there. <laughs> you can chuck a deuce in <laughs> the right and the left. <laughs> My B Mags filled with B round stuff. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with me? So I'm gonna be a father. And then he says, "Adios, muchacho," <laughs> which again, get wrong. your racism right. Exactly. What is person, his point? What? So you're trying to get this person to leave. He won't leave. You make sure he can't leave. You're gonna ensure that you can't leave and nail him in in the room well, where like, you. It's the only room where you have stuff, apparently. Yeah, and Ram was just watching him do it because one thing I think we probably should have mentioned is that the doors to the bedroom <laughs> were glass yes. doors. They were glass Dutch doors. Yeah, yeah. So he just nails like the 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 two parts of the door frame shut 
So you can't open the door, but you can still see the person doing yeah, it. Yeah, and he's just staring, standing there watching him. Also, it looked like first he locked him in from the outside, which I don't know how many bedrooms you can do that. Uh, I don't know any bedrooms that lock from the outside. Yeah. Kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. And also, he didn't grab like a long two by four that he nailed into the frame. No. He oh, put, you like, would have been able to have pushed these doors open, open immediately. So yeah, it was just crappy scraps. It was cartoony. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it was only two. Yeah. Yeah. There's four nails holding you in. It well, was just weird. And he Ugh. put them so close come together, <laughs> too. Rom, I didn't tell you I have a Kool-Aid man fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to go to work, but I'm going to come back later. And I want you to bust out of these doors. I want you to oh and I want yeah, you to, yeah, oh yeah, man. I want you to oh yeah, and then we're gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandy comes back later that night, and now I've written in all caps: get a lamp, <laughs> because again because we were seriously in no pitch light, darkness, no light. I, and and throughout the episode, and we haven't mentioned this yet, Ram is mentioning that the rains are gonna come. Yes, yeah, monsoon, it's monsoon, monsoon season, season coming. It's been so hot that the rain has to come. Mm-hmm. It's about to rain. So he comes home. He got wiped out today. Mm-hmm. And Joy so, G. Markey's no good. So oh, And Yen's and stuff? Nope. So he walks over, <laughs> doesn't notice there's nobody in the bedroom, takes the boards off like i don't even think he used a hammer i think he just pulled the boards off with his oh, yeah. hand mm-hmm. like like they're fucking balsa wood or something just pulls them off and he's he's just sitting there talking to rom like he recognizes him as a roommate mm-hmm. and that's when he notices shit well there's there's no one here mm-hmm. and then he walks over to the window that hasn't been fixed yet and he looks down like, he walked in this door. I just want to point out. He walked in this door. There were no cops. There was nothing taped. There was no big blood splatter. Right. But then he walks right over to the window and looks out and then calls down. Calls the super. And the doorman. He calls the doorman. Oh. And he's asking him, hey, uh, did uh, anything weird happen? Did anybody fall out of their window? And also, Rom's um, robe is on the window as well. Yes. So I was like... Hey, did a naked guy fall? <laughs> hey, did you I see told him about a I, guy? I, did anybody Kool-Aid man onto <laughs> onto the sidewalk today? Did you see a little uh, little brown boy? Uh just uh you know, you see, maybe you saw him in a in a, a I don't know, a, a dress or something, but then he took the dress off and then he uh he waggled his pickle and then uh <laughs> fell down. Did you see that? How long have you been here today? I should have started with that. <laughs> have you been here all day? Well, so uh, this was actually um, an instance where they apparently knew how phones worked. Yeah. Because he called, and then you could kind of hear somebody on the other line and been like, what? No, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You're stupid. And then he was like, uh-huh, okay, yep, okay, all right, bye. And then hung up. And we're about to enter a part of the episode that I named Serpent and the Rain No. <laughs> <laughs> Because we enter the back streets of a Calcutta bungalow. Yeah. Well, so he before before any of that happens, 
um, after he gets off the phone, he actually says, like, I'm sorry, Rom. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't mean for this to happen. Yeah, it was I just personal. figured that locking you in a room for an entire day would have been a good laugh, not make you kill yourself. Um and that's when he he turns around and he was like, "Wait a minute." And he went and he opened the closet door. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, like I I got Oh, no, you're not in here. You're really dead." Uh and that's when you hear the thunder and the rain start. And that is when um, you hear the crowded streets of <laughs> the Calcutta, Calcutta screw mm-hmm. job. <laughs> and and now we're at like we're getting flashes of Rom's funeral. It yes. looks like he's getting mobbed. Um, he's getting forced out a window. People are throwing chickens at him. Yeah, it's it's really weird. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't really provide the viewer with any closure whatsoever. Like, yeah, you do see him get pushed out a window. Okay. But why? Yeah. And what? Just what? Doesn't make any sense. And then we see a new tenant. Yep. And the real estate agent, or I don't know what you use to get an apartment. I don't, yeah. um, The apartment agent is giving the same spiel to her that she gave to Sandy. We don't want to rent to family anymore. Uh, well, how much is it? It's 280 a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then credits. Question. Sandy kills himself, right? He jumps out the window again? I, I have I don't no know. idea. Yeah, I, I, I really no don't know if it was, like, ghosts or it was... Because I, I said it as manifestation. I yeah. I I don't know. I it's a good question. Was Rom ever really there? Was he starting to go crackers? I mean, you know, the pressures of the go go eighties. Yeah, I mean, he was an investment banker at that time. You know, market volatility might have. I you know, I don't remember what it was like in eighty seven. Wasn't paying attention to the market. Well, let's go to the writer's room and see if there's anything that we can do for this episode. Clarify what the fuck is going on. No shit. First and foremost, what is happening? Dump this this episode because it's so... I don't know what the... I don't know what the point of it was. I don't know what they were trying to say. Because I was like... Neither do I. I was like, is this a reincarnation thing? Because if it's supposed to be like a cautionary tale, what are you telling me? Other than don't be racist and nail a guy into my bedroom. Right. And if it was a reincarnation thing, it it couldn't have been because he was himself. Right. Yeah. He was. He would be talking to his own reincarnation. That's not how reincarnation works. Right. I was like... And it wasn't like a switched thing. It wasn't like Rom took over. Yeah, it wasn't Sandy. Freaky no. Friday. It was which I, which I was kind of thinking what was going yeah. to happen. Like that was the whole. It was very confusing because there was really no. The magic was incomprehensible. Yes, <laughs> that's one way to put it. It but, but it was like what what made it special. In terms of Rom being there, was explained so minimally. It was him saying, "Like I was in Calcutta, I must, and I thought I was dead, and now I'm no longer here, and I'm yeah. in New York." Magic, okay, okay. 
But then... But why my apartment? Right. But why this apartment? So then it's like, okay, well, we have an Indian woman who's the real estate agent. Why why do we never really see her again except to say that you can't evict somebody? Like, nothing was And the line about the... So the fact that she's Indian and there was the line about family... Were was she related to Ram or the the group that's, in Calcutta? That's what uh, that's what it seems like. But but then to but what end? Yeah, then they what's the again? What's the point? Yeah, I mean, I this episode needed clarity because it had absolutely none. It was it was like they had a bunch of not even half baked ideas and they just smashed them together. Yeah. And hey, this will be an episode. We'll figure it out as we film. Oh yeah, that's like a, I don't know, guys, throw a chicken at him. <laughs> well, like yeah, because the feather comes out, and I'm just like, the fuck? What is? Because it was like, okay, is it temporal? Is there a? Yeah. Is there a vortex from this place to Calcutta? And that because. Ugh. They didn't go tongue in cheek with it. Right. No, they didn't. Like, we're about to do another episode that they went way too tongue in cheek yeah. with a portal. But at least in that episode, it's like, yep, we got a stinking portal. <laughs> this was like. That was a bad episode. This one was worse. This is a worse episode. And the reason why this is worse is because it had the tenets of an episode that could have been good. <laughs> it had it had the opportunity to be good. A ghost living with somebody, like if 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 you Ram, can't if, you can't describe the story. You can't. There's no way to. I, most of these episodes, you can say, okay, give it to me in a sentence, and you can go like, uh, a girl moves into a house that has a creature in the closet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a, a girl realizes uh, that every time she says goodbye to someone, someone dies, and then she sees it herself. Like it's oh, not a good I thought, episode. I thought, I thought you were going with with um. It's hard. What was? It's hard to say goodbye yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that is the one. Uh, yeah. A guy goes to a circus and becomes an attraction himself. Yes. But this is like. There's a guy in this guy's apartment. Five hours later. Uh, and I think yeah. that's what the episode's about. Yeah. Yeah, it Stupid. just doesn't it it doesn't. Even make new sense. even Dream Girl, I can go a direct uh play director gets caught in the handyman's dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, the more we talk about it, the angrier I get. I am way more worked up now yeah. than I was at the beginning of this episode. But we were also talking about that clam salad. Yeah, that's true. That delicious clam salad. I have no idea how we got an hour out of this episode. I, I, I don't do either. I. Do yeah. you guys have an alternate title for this episode? Uh, mine is Get a Lamp. <laughs> mine was No Calcutta. <laughs> oh, that's good. And mine is now Calcutta the Crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Like I can't even. It's unfixable. Rewrite it yeah. from to, from soup yeah. to nuts nope. and make it a ghost episode. What did you yeah. sit yeah. down to write? If Rom, well, that's why I think that it was a bunch of like third baked ideas that they just kind of threw together. They the and, episode, yeah, they needed yeah. the episode. They had a bunch of ideas that were not fleshed out. I mean, they obviously didn't have a writers' room because they bought ideas, right? 
So they didn't have like a, a writing staff. Right, right. At least I, I the, uh, this Sean, is... Sean can tell us if they did or yeah. not. But no, I, I mean, most of these were like damn near spec scripts. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, Edith so, Svensson herself said that like they would just take scripts, so yep. I kept writing them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, there's nothing in this. Uh, scale of one to ten Nancy Travises. How many Nancy Two. Travises would you give this? I give it a four just because Rom was such a nice guy. I, I give it, it two, two just for Rom. Yeah. This episode sucked. Ah, uh, it's such a bummer. Yeah. But like I I've been I've been thinking like if Rom was more aware of what was going on and was trying to explain it to Sandy, mm-hmm. that would have been that would have been we don't know what what is on the cutting room floor for this episode. Maybe there was m- 45 minutes of Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we don't we don't know if there... <laughs> Do it again, jerk, 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 oh, jerk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Oh, yeah. I'm not done yet. Oh, yeah. Clam salad. Oh, yeah. You can <laughs> get in contact with us at TFTDS pod on twitter or t from the dark side on instagram and facebook or you can send us a good old-fashioned email at t from the dark side at well as well t from the dark side as well t from the dark side um my goodness what an episode yeah what an episode jen matt thank you so much thank you thank you and uh, did I forget anything? Uh, try to enjoy the try day. To try to enjoy the daylight. The daylight. That's yeah. it. All right, all right. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.